I, I'll tell you, one of the positive things that I've taken out of this whole pandemic thing is I took a uh, book out of the book of Kayla. I took a page out of the uh, book of Kayla, not the whole book, just a page. Um, took a took a two hour nap yesterday, which is so that's good. Not yeah, not, not in the wheelhouse, but it was good. Good. You're taking a couple of my uh, my cues here pretty recently, and it seems to be working out all right for you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm celebrating it. I'm Sweat pants, drinking, and naps. No, and liking, pretty liking, much got me locked like, down. Liking women. Yeah, that, I like that women. too. Oh yeah. The the sweatpants. That's a revelation. Now I always knew that they were comfortable, but I have the freedom since nobody's here in the building to wear them to work. It's awesome. But uh, just moments ago. Laura, who, who gave Scotty a um, um, an assignment because he'd been rather negative lately, to write down five positive things uh, that he's learned or experienced, or five positive things that he's found during this pandemic, and he did. He listed seven, which was a, a bit of a surprise. Some people are commenting, saying, uh, "I never ever want to hear that much positivity out of my Lord and Savior, the <laughs> Prince of Darkness himself." Ever again. Uh, some people are a little upset. They don't know what to do. Cretchy, I love Roadkill's PMA, positive mental attitude. Really nice to hear. The last week has been pretty tough, and it's good to hear positive stuff from him. So there's somebody who recognizes what? the change. Last week, we're only window Wednesday. Uh, I'm super impressed. <laughs> he actually put some thought behind this. Wow. Take the positive vibes going, Scott, much better than your negative attitude. That's very good. Uh, and here's another one from Peter. It says, Greg, this is a really bad time to do that segment. Hospitals are under a lot of pressure right now. Scotty's stunning degree of positivity might have caused hundreds of heart attacks. Um, so <laughs> there's that to think about, you know. But uh, we were talking last week on Friday. We had a, uh, a psychoanalyst uh, on with us, and she was fine, but she wasn't local. And we wanted someone who was local who could talk uh, about, you know, what people are experiencing going through this pandemic, what we here on the show are experiencing. And uh, we, we've hooked up with where she's joining us now on the phone. Welcome to the show, Lindsay Richardson. She's from the Women's Counseling Center of uh, Nashua. So a little applause, a little applause. Well, Good morning, Lindsay. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Woo-hoo. Thank you. How are you? Um, I'm doing about as well as everybody else. You know, it's, you know, there, hanging think, in there. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I have, I've talked about for me, it's been a roller coaster. And, and when it first started out, I, I kind of referenced the constant barrage of news, the bad, scary news, I kind of referenced it as the monster at the door. And I didn't, I tried hard not, I, I've got to pay attention, but I, I don't want to let it in because it kind of, it can freak you out. So it's a constant, Absolutely. yeah, it's a constant battle, right, uh, of, of sort of, hey, trying to live your life and control your own reality, that which is around you, without letting, you know, it overpower you, right? That's got to be the struggle everybody's going through. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's really all about trying to find that balance. And and the tough part about the current situation is I think our barometer for balance changes day to day. It can change hour to hour. You know, in some days people are having, you know, not these huge responses to Mm -hmm. – self-quarantine and, you know, the pandemic and the news and all that, they feel really good um, and feel like they're able to manage. And then other days it's like, holy cow, right. just, I, I have to, like, 
shut everything off yeah. and build a blanket fort and climb in and just rock myself to sleep. Do it a blanket because, fort. You know, a, a blanket it, yeah. fort. That's cool. That's wicked cool. Absolutely. Um, it, it, it is, it is, uh, it, it's one of those things, like when I see people who are just totally unaffected by everything and they're cruising around like everything's normal, and I mean mentally, I'm jealous. You know, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's the bottom line because sometimes it can get to me. Now, Scotty, uh, Roadkill has a question for you. Lindsay Richardson on the phone. Let's go ahead, Roadkill. Uh, good morning, Lindsay. And if you've been listening to the show, that you know that I'm a guy that sometimes can has dealt with anxiety and sure. over the last few years have done a better job controlling it. But now all of a sudden I feel like I can't control it anymore. It's the feeling of not knowing when is life going to go back to be normal. The anxiety of, okay, well, the grocery stores are now carrying toilet paper, but now we need to hurry up and go in there and get meat. <laughs> it's the anxiety of right. just not knowing. Yeah. How do you... What would you suggest to help me deal with that better? So, I mean, I think to some degree we're all experiencing that, whether Mm -hmm. we've dealt with anxiety in the past or not. Um, Uncertainty and and not knowing, um, it's a huge contributing factor to anxiety. And, you know, we have to try to find the areas of our life that we can exercise some control, um, but also recognize that, like, it's totally normal and, and in a lot of ways to be expected that even though you were managing your anxiety really well previously, like we, this is a pandemic. Yeah. It's, it's, we're self quarantine. We're, we're, you know, like you said, we're trying to figure out like what's the next thing that we have to prepare to buy. Um, Cause it might run out in the stores and <laughs> we really have, no template yeah. for how to deal with this. Like we've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, Is... And so I think uh, Laura's homework assignment for you was great. <laughs> um, kudos to you, Laura. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Laura loves giving assignments, man. She just hammered it out. This is what you're going to do. It wasn't an ask. It was a declaration. No. And Lindsay, in your professional career, is that your first meat anxiety question that you've ever had to feel? <laughs> Not, you know. uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I can definitively say it is. Absolutely. Let, let, um, it, go ahead, Lindsay. You. Oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say, like, practicing some self-compassion in a lot of ways is really helpful because oftentimes we get into this this cycle of negativity um, that's fueled by our anxiety. And then we do this whole, like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Why am I feeling this way? I should be doing this. Right. Um, and, you know, we like to say you're you're shooting all over yourself mm-hmm. because it doesn't make us feel any better. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, just, I'm going right. to use that it one. Shooting. I like that one. <laughs> See, yeah. sounded a lot like something else, but it was shooting. Yep. I just want to be clear. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Kayla has shooting. a question for you. This is uh, Lindsay Richardson from the Women's Counseling, uh, Women's, uh, Counseling of Nashua. She's a mental health, uh, mental health counselor. Go ahead. Kayla. Yeah. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, so like Scotty, I, I deal with my own batch of anxiety on a normal day, let alone in a time like this. Um, I always wonder because I'm kind of a shut downy person. Like I mm-hmm. if there's too much going on, I sort of recoil and go back into myself. I, I nap a lot or I just sort of shut everything out. But am I that I'm not actually dealing with what I'm what I need to deal with in those moments? Or is it OK to take that to just sort of block everything out and clear my mind? Or should I really be trying to deal with what's making me anxious? That's a really great question. Um, And, you know, I'll preface it by saying, like, it's 
it's different for everybody. Um, and so for you, like if that is what kind of helps to ground you and, and bring you back to center and helps to, like you said, clear your mind um, and, and eliminate some of that anxiety, yeah. then, then do it because it's working. You know, yeah. this isn't, this isn't a situation where, um, you know, you're having difficulty driving your car um, due to significant anxiety. And, you know, we need to work through that and we need to really face that anxiety and, and work on ways to have you feel more comfortable. Um, you know, none of us, I don't think, feel comfortable in this situation. It, right. it is, at its core, uncomfortable. Yeah. And so... Whatever, what I'm telling people is whatever you need to do to be able to get through the day, to get through the hour, to get through your, your work, um, you know, obviously, as long as, as there's some, um, it, you know, it's, it's healthy. Yeah. Um, do it. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's all about trying to make sure. Lindsay, that it, it, it's you like you, rec- it's like you recognize yeah. the, the motion Scott <laughs> McMullen was making on the camera. And yes. You knew. They said, and they, as long they as it's say appropriate. Yeah, they say, they say it's healthy. You know what? I've never had therapy. This is good. This is yeah, good. This is fantastic. Yeah, Kelly. And I, and I have therapy, and this is great. Yeah, Ke- Kelly. Uh, I don't have therapy, but I do need help. Uh, uh, I am so lost, okay, in the sense that I used to be so busy and, like, pack so many things into my day that I'm kind of feeling like this is a relief for me, and I'm yeah. okay with being home. I'm okay being slowed down. It's so strange. Yes, I'm excited to once everything gets hustle and bustle again, but this is kind of like almost a vacation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You are not alone in feeling that way. Um, especially, uh, you know, I, I, by nature of the work that I do, I work with a lot of moms. Sure. And a lot of moms who work full-time jobs, work part-time jobs, are out of the home often, their kids are in daycare. Um, and having this opportunity to really like you said slow things down a little bit be in your in your space um at home be with your kids get to do things that normally you wouldn't get to do people are loving that you know Lindsay, i the funny thing is is and kelly you your question is next the funny thing is is for so many years i've told laura you know about maybe slowing down and trying to breathe a little bit and she never wanted to do it but now that she's doing it she likes it i think i'm that's okay awesome. i'm okay I think with that's it awesome. but i'm also okay with when it comes back, Getting, I'm still going to be gung ho and I'm I'll sure be you are. ready for it. I feel like I'm adapting and changing. Like these guys have always known me as very rigid, and this is my one way. I mm-hmm. talk to myself because I'm like, wow, this is easy. I can handle this. You like are, I'm, I'm doing okay. You're the most rigid person I know, and I, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. You, you're all about structure, scheduling. Bum 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 bum. That's you. Am I? Am but I, 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 but I feel like I'm not. I don't know. I always thought I was too. But I'm kind of not. It's like, eh, what else are you going to throw at me? Are you, we'll I think you're learning you, you don't have to be, I think, which I think is awesome. <laughs> I, I think it's great. I'm not the therapist. Lindsay is. I don't know what I'm even talking about. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Kelly, a uh, question for Lindsay Richardson. Go ahead, Kelly. Lindsay, I'm going to turn it around on you. What have you found most challenging in your day-to-day life during the pandemic, and how have you dealt with it? Yeah, what up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us, girl. Talk to us. <laughs> so... A couple of days ago, Scotty said he was going to be the one to challenge me. So I'm, I'm, I was prepared for a Scotty challenge, not a Kelly challenge. Right. But, um, <laughs> that's okay. I yeah. can roll with it. It's okay. good. Good. Um, one of the most challenging things I think is 
having to go from doing my work in person with people um, and then all of a sudden switching to doing it via telehealth and a webcam. And I am someone who really, I need the energy from the room to be able to kind of either inform my, where I'm going with something or to say like, Ooh, this, I just said something and, and the energy has shifted and maybe that didn't land well and right. now I can I can ask about it. Right. Um, you don't get that over a webcam. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and Greg, I know you mentioned yesterday that Zoom fatigue, like, it, I, it, it's real. Holy moly, is it real. It's too much. Um, it is just, it's, it's so much more draining yeah. um, to be doing everything via telehealth or via webcam than it is in person. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, there's a lot of reasons why that might be, but yeah. that's, that's the most challenging. I think the other most challenging thing for me is um, the pretty rapid um, changes in mood. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I'm hearing that from a lot of people as well. And the low motivation, just like, oh, yeah. I'm home. Yeah. So that means I should be like relaxing or doing my thing. But no, I'm I'm also working. Yeah. So I have to try to find that motivation to make it to make it through my day. Some of the questions we're getting here, and I think this is a good one. Could you please ask Lindsay for any tips for managing the added stress on relationships during uh, this pandemic? Because you know. People are used to busy lives. They're used to, you know, they know they come home, they get their time apart, but now they, mm-hmm. some of them don't have that. And so that adds a stress toll on every relationship, not just a few. What? People are having difficulties yeah. in relationships? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Shocking to me. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I experience it in my own relationship as my fiance is like two two rooms away listening. Um, you know, we, there is something to be said for the separation that going to work or leaving the house to do errands provides. Right. It allows us that opportunity to miss the other person in some ways, to have things to talk about when we come home at the end of the day, um, and, and to, to really value the connection that we have with, with our partners or our right. families um, that we're, we're missing that has kind of been taken away from us. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it's also really important to highlight that, um, you know, because of how long this has been going on, um, we all kind of have a a lower frustration tolerance, which oftentimes translates to a lower capacity for empathy and compassion. Um, We're just, we're all kind of tapped out. (laughs) And that translates to, you know, anger, frustration, Mm -hmm. um, arguments, and and also just not really wanting to be around that person anymore because you've seen their face for 45 days straight without right. a break. Wow. Right. Um, <laughs> That's a long time, man. That's a long time. It, right? Yeah. It is a long time. And so if there are opportunities to not only connect in a in a fun way, in a meaningful way, whether it's, you know, playing board games, playing cards, whatever it might be that's fun for you, um, but also if you can even just sit in your car for a half an hour or an hour, watch your favorite TV show on your phone, read a book. You don't have to go anywhere. You Mm -hmm. can be in the driveway (laughs) and it might look ridiculous, but you know, getting some time to yourself 
what doing whatever it is that that helps to recharge you or, or um, you know, makes you just feel calm, relaxed. Your Go car, for it. Your car I, is your help. your car is your bubble too. That's like a, you know like the my decompression time. Um, I have a question. I'm going to come back with a question first. We're going to go to Laura, but I have a question about roadkill coming up. But first, <laughs> uh, what do you got, Laura? Oh boy, yeah. Uh, this is from a listener. She says I've been very unhappy with my workplace even before the pandemic started, but it's so much worse now. I had mentioned it to my doctor that it's affecting my health and filling me with dread. She actually bumped up my dosage of Prozac, but nothing is really changing. My question is, is it better for my mental health to get out now during the pandemic? Ooh, interesting question. Um, I feel like, and this probably isn't going to be super helpful, and I apologize in advance for that, um, but I think it really comes down to, for the listener specifically, what makes the most sense? Um, You know, I am a huge fan of lists. Um, making a pros and cons list because you're the only person who knows how it's affecting your mental health, what it feels like to be you every day and going to work or, you know, how much you can tolerate. We all have these these different um, capacities for what we can tolerate and what we're willing to tolerate. And so if you're at that point where you can't, you're, you're done, you can't tolerate it anymore, it is just totally ruining you know, your quality of life, then maybe it does make sense to get out now. Um, But, you know, if this were, um, you know, a therapy session and we were in an office um, or in via telehealth, um, we would really try to explore all of the different possibilities um, and, you know, does everything feel worse because of the current situation? More than likely, excuse me, but that Again, it, it all comes down to what you're willing and able to tolerate. Yeah, I, when I hear it, I'm like, if it's affecting you that much, where you're going to the doctor because I'm I'm, I'm pulling the plug, I'm, I'm getting yeah. out of there just for your own right. for your own sanity. That to me, you know, uh, this is a Lindsay Richardson. She's a uh, a health mental health counselor with the counseling uh, women's counseling of of Nashua. So it, you you've you've listened to the show. You know the the the, the people obviously that we've you've already spoken to. But when you hear a guy like Roadkill. And, and, you know, Kelly uh, is, is kind of an odd guy, but he's, he's kind of lovable. But Roadkill can be really, like, you know, negative. Do you just do you mm-hmm. think in your head, mm-hmm. do you think in your head, just give me that guy for like two weeks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you think that? <laughs> like, you know, because you're like, oh, man, I could straighten that guy out. Not that I'm saying I want you to. I'm just asking, do you, do you think that when you, when you get to know people? Um, sometimes. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Um, right. I, I feel like with Scotty, I might need a little more than two weeks. Um, <laughs> and that's, you know, sorry, Scotty, it took more than two weeks with me too. That's a thing for pride. He's proud of that, by the way. He's yeah. smiling. Yeah, absolutely. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, but I think, so here's my perspective. So, you know, part of my, my own self-care, mm-hmm. um, Every morning, I I watch the local news mm-hmm. until it switches over to the national news, and yep. then I'm done. Yep. I can't. I've had my fill for the day. Right. I'm all set. Then I switch over to listen to you guys, and that's been you know not just during the quarantine. Um, Thank you. But oh, absolutely. Um, but I I kind of I don't know. I I feel like sure Scotty is negative, but he's kind of always been. <laughs> 
Um, and, and that is the perspective, the lens through which he views the world, right. speaking in general terms. Sure. But um, I think the rest of you guys have really been more positive and kind of amped that up. And, and that might be a choice. It might not be a choice. It might have just been kind of how you have tried to look at things um, and looking, you know, for the positives and all of that. That's fair. Um, and so I, but I feel like Scotty has kind of been maintained. The same. He's maintained. Like, there's, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, ma- he's like, maintained. There haven't been a whole lot of changes. Okay. Um, but because you guys are focusing more on trying to be positive, it feels worse okay. <laughs> to have Scotty's negativity. <laughs> so we shouldn't be as positive. We should come back to Scotty's. You know, maintenance life. Negative. You know what? I, I, I like Lindsay, and, and, She's and great. I, I want her to be. I want a relationship with her. I'd like her to be the official. The official. Buzz yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you have some more questions. You guys have more questions. All right, because I, I, I we'll, we'll just we're gonna break because we have to break, Lindsay. Can you hold on for another few more minutes? We just got a few more yeah. questions. All right, so I, I'm very impressed. I'm I'm very yeah. impressed. I am. Too. Right. We just hired. Well, thank you. No, we no, just hired. You, you kidding You're me? Hired. Scotty's yep. throwing his touchdown hands up. He's doing the happy yeah. the jazz hands because <laughs> yeah. he's he's the one that comes out as normal in all of this. It's crazy. Yeah, because right. you guys are overselling. I know. I'm not. It's I'm unbelievable. Not. I'm, being, I'm honest. We're no, coming right speak. back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We ain't one at a time in here.